above is also about Simcha. Shturim Dekamaimed about Simcha. So, Mitzah Hashem, the following Friday, next week, we'll do a Maimed, a Teskislev Maimed. And the Friday after, we're going to do, with Hashem's help, the uh, Yishlach Maimed. And then for you, Teskislev, we're going to start Tavshin Memhe. You know, we go backwards from here. But this is a Maimed from Tavshin Yud Bey. The first Chayesod Maimed of the Rebbe's Nesiyas. And it really is, like I said to you, the Rebbe said this Maimed one other time, but kids said, I even think there's a Mugidika version of it from the early Mems. But this Maimed, it's based on Ayin Tess, it's based on a Maimed from the Rebbe Nashav Ayin Tess, for Yuchai Yisara. The Friedrich Rebbe has a whole Hemshech of Maimodim, three Maimodim, if I'm not wrong, with the Postok, Vayosua Novim Bahavai Simcha, based on this Maimed. And it goes back all the way till the Alter Rebbe. You have this Maimed from the Alter Rebbe, but the Alter Rebbe, I think it's called Tachas Asher Le'Avelgas Avaya Lekecha, the Simcha of Tubalevav. You have it from the Alter Rebbe, from the Middle Rebbe. You have many Rabbeim said the same Maimed. And we're going to learn the Rebbe's version of it. But like I said to you, we're going to learn today the Simcha part. I'm advising you if you want, Sunday Mitzvah instead of Ayem Yem, we're going to be doing the middle of this Maimon, which is about Simcha. So we're going to learn the Maimon. Again, the reason we're doing this Maimon is because there's no Toldus in our year, Mem Vov, so we're doing this Maimon. We're not going to waste any time. Let's go to the beginning of the Maimon. The years of Sada were. She lived a hundred years, and twenty years, and seven years. These are the years of Sada's life. And the Rebbe brings a Zayar. That the Zayar observes that this is the only one of the Imahis whose tab, whose tabulation on life is written the way it's written. None of the other Imahis will say how long they lived. It certainly doesn't spell it out with three times the word Shana. Mea Shana, Ve'esim Shana, Ve'sheva Shonim. And the Zayar wants to know why by Sada specifically does it repeat exactly the number of years that she lived. What's so special about Sada? The Rebbe adds another question to this, which I don't think the Zayar asks directly, but I could be wrong. That it says twice. Ve'yu chayi Sada, Mea Shana, Ve'esim Shana, Ve'sheva Shonim. And then it concludes, Shnei chayi Sada. And so the Rebbe asks... What do you have to say in one pasuk two times? These are the two questions, and the Zayar answers because Sada's life represents a model, a prototype, which is very unique, very distinct, that justifies it's being repeated. Now I'm going to read with you the Zayar inside, but before I do, let me put it to you this way: the Torah is not a storybook, which means Torah doesn't tell stories because they happened. Every single story in the Tere is told because it's Tere. Now what that means is this. Avram passes away, it says Avram passed away. Yitzchak passes away, it says Yitzchak passed away. You know why? Because it's a different story. It's a different event. Yankov Avinu passes away, it tells in detail how Yankov Avinu passes away because it's a different story. Sari Yimeinu passes away, it tells in detail how she passed away. Rivkis Histalkos is Bechalal not mentioned in the Tere. Leyes Histalkos is Bechalal not mentioned in the Tere. Rachos is written in a pasuk because whatever you could learn from Leia's Estalkus and Rivke's Estalkus is already included in Sada's Estalkus. There's one additional detail that you have to learn from Rachel, so that's written in the Torah. Because Torah, like I said to you many times, is Milosh and Heira, it teaches us lessons. So if the Torah tells a story, it's not because the story occurred, but because this story is a different Torah. So the Zayir is analyzing what is so special about Sada's Estalkas. And the short answer is, because she passed away first. 
And the Emma says the same thing that Sadi is, all the Imahis were in different ways, but basically the same idea. And as a result, the story of Sadi's Histalkus includes the Histalkus of the Ovis. And consequently, once you tell the story of Sada, no need to repeat it, except like I said to you a little bit by Rachel, because Rachel is different. Now, what is so, so Avraham is one Bechina, Yitzhak is a different Bechina, right? Avraham is Chesed, Yitzhak is Gevur, Yitzhak is Vesh. All the Imais are Malchus. So the reason the Teda tells us one story as opposed to four stories, because it's the same story, physically it happened four times. The previous Sanyonim, it's one Inyan. But I want to give you the Nekud, and then we'll learn. The difference between the Aves and the Himahis is the Aves of an Atzilis. And the Himahis are the bridge between Atzilis and Briya. Malchus. Which means, in other words, the Himahis are far more important in terms of influencing the world. The Aves have no Shaykhis to the world. Alakus. Like the Rebbe says in the Mayim, but Avraham, even Ma, he's totally removed. But because the Himahis have a Shaykhis to the world, there is automatically an additional vulnerability, a sakone. Because when you have a shaykhah to the world, it's possible, just like you're able to influence the world, that God forbid the world should have an adverse influence on you. And that's the story. That's what the Zayah says. life is different, even than Avram's, and Yitzchak, and Yankis, because she's Sada Imenu, which means she goes down to the lower worlds to make a biro, as you'll see inside the Maimon. And as a result, she has greater vulnerability than the Aves. And the Teda says, That's the spirit of this moment. Look inside, on page Kuf Samach Beis, in other words, staple on the right, please. It's seven lines in, and there's a vertical line there. To explain, first of all, what is unique about the Estalkos of the Imahis versus the Aves, which is what I'm telling you. Plus, why is it Dafka by Sora that we talk about her passing away in so much detail? So the Zayat answers the question by raising a whole issue. The Aves Chava came into the world. Is Dafka's by Chivya. And instead of accomplishing what she was meant to accomplish, she became attached to the snake. And the serpent brought into Chava, Zuhama means dirt, filth. And it brought about death to the whole world. And even to her husband. Chava initiated something. And the way that my mother explained it was Chava was supposed to initiate it. But she was supposed to win. And she lost. Now Adam has no shachas to the nochash. Chava has a shachas to the nochash. But Chava is supposed to conquer the Nochash. And instead of Chava conquering the Nochash, Nochash conquered her. And this brought about Misa. And the Zayr continues. Also, Noyach Liyama. So Noyach comes along. Maxiv Bey. Noyach tried to do what Chava started. And instead of succeeding, he too failed. Like it says in the Postal, he drank from wine, hoping to correct the wrong that Chava had initiated. Vayishkar. It became Shikir. And he was exposed. Too much gilu, too much revelation, too much exposure, which is no good. Then the Zayah says, Also, Sara. Sara came. She went down. And she came up. And the Nachash was not able to have an adverse effect on her, which means she clearly had a defeating effect on the Nachash. Like it says in Pasuk, Avram ascended from Egypt. Who? The Ishtay, the Cholash, him, his wife, and all that belong to him. Who begin. Avraham and Sodom went down into Egypt, into Klippus. 
and they emerge together, not just Avraham, who was Atzilus, but even Sora, unscathed, Bikinkach, therefore, Zochsa Sora Lachayin Sora married to supernal life, law, not just for herself, but Ula Baila. Sora is a lower Madrege, but when she does what she does, she affects an Aliyah also in her husband. Valda, therefore, it says, she married it for everything, and therefore, it's specifically, Sada's life is very distinct. So the Rebbe asks the Pashtakashi, if the idea is that Sada is different than Avraham, because she's a woman, I think, was a man. If the Vart is that Sada is in line with Chava, yeah, and Avraham, the Aves are in Atzilas, and no Shaykhs to anything, Fakad, Imahis, they make the connection between the higher world and the lower world. The Rebbe once said that the connection between the Rebbeim and the world was through the Rebbe's. The Tzamach Tzedek said as much when he lost his Rebbe's in Vecholu. So the Rebbe's has a Shaykhist to the world, which means there's a certain Sakon. And when Nachsis Vesalkas, she does her Avoida and she comes out, not only has the world not an adverse effect on her, but she has transformed the world. This is a special union. How does Noyach land in the middle? Noyach was a man. This is the Kashis of the mind. And five lines from the bottom, the Rebbe continues, and he says, The question is developed further. Chassidus explains to us, uh, A hundred years, and twenty years, and seven years. There's two obvious questions. Question number one is, it should say, 127 years. Why a hundred years? Second of all, it says, 100 years. A hundred year. The Asrim Shona, twenty year. The Sheva Shonim. And seven years with an S. Rabbi. So the Rebbe says, why do you have these divisions? And of course, the explanation is on the next page. That second line from the top, or third line from the top. The Hine Meya Shona, page Kuf Samach. Yemu Meya Shona, Koya Bachina Sakes. A hundred year goes on Kesset. Because a hundred and Keser show in the beginning of the form of revealing light, was outside how the light exists only in relationship with itself. You know from Kabbalah and Hasidus, number that Termeya is called a hundred is Keser, twenty is Chachmabina, Midas are in single digits. Says the Rebbe, sometimes you find that Keser is a thousand, sometimes you even find that Keser is a Revova, ten thousand. Revova has two translations. Either Rava means 10,000 or Rava means ad infinitum, on a sheet. So Keser is sometimes a much greater number. Says the Rebbe, when you speak about Keser as having greater numbers, this is. I'm seven lines on the top. It's Keser is by itself. However, Keser. It's Keser is the beginning of the world. It's a hundred. What is a hundred? A hundred is ten times ten, which means that even though Keser is such a high level, it's already developed into a patsif, right? When you have a low number, either means it's very little, or it means it's very concentrated. A hundred shows that it's a high number, which shows on a lot of detail, but how this detail is already in the beginning of being connected to Gilui, because Gilui requires detail. So a hundred year, which is Arech Ampin, is how you have in Keser enough Gilui to have to another world. And I'm skipping a couple of lines. I'm going down Shiklalusam. I would say 12 lines, 11 lines from the top. Where there's a vertical line. Umikomokan nevertheless. A hundred goes on Kesed because it's 10 times 10. Nevertheless, it says a hundred year, not a hundred years. 
The Rebbe says why? Keser has two parts. One half of Keser is part of the Atmos of Elokus. The other part of Keser is what we would call the beginning of the Gili of Elokus. And I'm going to save explanations because we don't have time. Atik is Atmos of Elokus. Elokus is just a relationship with itself. Atik is the beginning of Gili to the world. And whenever something is an intermediate, it includes both aspects. Which it stands in between. Even the lower madrega of Keser. What makes the lower madrega of Keser lower? The line begins with the word Bulvad. What does Shana mean? Time. It's connected to time. So because it's, connect, because it's the lower madrega of Keser, it's connected to time. Time is form. Time is world. That's why it's a hundred. But on the other hand, it's still connected to the lowest level of Atmos. And in Atmos, everything is one. It says a hundred. A hundred shows on being able to communicate, to give. But it also says, because the gift is still not given. It's a potential gift. It's still included in the Yetzim. Because Ketzer is very close to the Atmos of Elokus. So this is Bekitzer, what Meya Shana means. It's the beginning of Gilui, the word Shana, and the number Meya. Shana as time, show on Gilui. The Lashen Yachad of Shana shows that it's still in Atmos. And then he continues. And the same history of Esrim Shana, 20 year, also Lashen Yachad. So 20 says the Rebbe, Koya Chochma Bina goes on Chochma Bina, which have each one is 1 times 10. But Sheimba Mashleimos the Esepalmes, it's not 10 times 10. It's only. One, two times ten. The moichin are not two hundred; they're only twenty. But nevertheless, why are they all up to the shame? You could already understand them. The fact that chokhmah and bina are only in a multiple of ten, and not a multiple of ten times ten. In other words, it's twenty and not two hundred, because chokhmah and bina already are a reality. You could understand them, which shows on a limitation. Says the Rebbe, this is a very interesting argument, and I would bet, I didn't look it up, that a nine test is a different argument. Although it's only 20 and not 200, because it's already a gilu that we can relate to, it says, Why? The first creation the Ebishta made is Chokhmah. The first creation the Ebishta made is Chokhmah. If the first creation the Ebishta made is Chokhmah, that creation is closest to the Ayin. Says the Rebbe, all of us know, the creation of a yesh is comes directly from the Ebesh to himself. Because, like it says in Tanya, only the Ebesh to himself can create yesh meyayin. But they're the first Metsias that Atmos created. Since they're the first Metsias that Atmos created, they have a feeling of Atmos. That's what it says. So by Keser it says a hundred. What does a hundred go on? The greatest revelation. Shana means a shaykhist to zman, a connection to the world. But it's Shana, Loshen Yochid, because in Keser it's still removed from the world. Chochmah being all the first parts of the world, the first creation, as it were. But in the first creations you can still identify that it comes from Atmos and Hus. So the number 20 shows that they're already a revealed actual Matthias. But the Shana, Loshen Yochid means that in this creation, 
which is a yesh, you can identify the Yavish that, that is the yesh, that is the source of this yesh. That's the pshat and this maimet. I can ask you a hundred questions on this. Maybe not a hundred, maybe only ninety. It's a very shved avona. I wrote on the margin, I, I would bet, and I don't know this for sure, that if you looked up the source of this maimet, which is the Vayichai Sarayin test, the Rebbe Nishmaset gives a different argument, but it's a very shved av. What does this mean? You're talking about Chochman Bina. Since one of Chochman Bina yesh miyayin. But this is the Rebbe's argument. And then the Rebbe says, I'm five lines from the bottom of Kuf Samach Gimel. But then it says, Sheva Shonim. Seven, and here it says years. Why Lush and Rabin? It's it goes on the emotions of Atzilus. Everybody knows the worlds are governed by Midas. Like it says, the Midas are Me'elam. Three lines from the bottom. And the Rebbe says, "Akivas and Hagas Ha'elam as Hadayribi Kavit for the Eibush to govern his world in a productive way. That's three different paths. Why? If Hashem creates the world only with Chesed, people do whatever they want. If Hashem creates only with Gevura, we'll all be destroyed. No one's good enough. So for there to be a world, you need to have different Kavit. Turn the page, please, to Kuf Samach Dalit. Lachain. Therefore, Nema Sheva Shonim Loshen Rabba has to say seven years." Plurally, which shows on plurality, on divisions. So a hundred year means shaykhaz to zman, higher than zman and achtos. Twenty year means the beginning of creation, but you still know the source of creation. Seven years is full division. So it says that Sodom lived a hundred year, and twenty year, and seven years. What does it mean? Why did it say by Sodom? To teach us. Soda elevates the world. She brings clarity into the entanglement of the world. Not Avraham, Soda. Not the man, the woman. And her effect was in the whole Ishtashal. Soda was able to elevate the highest levels of creation of Ishtashal. And she was also able to elevate the lowest levels of Ishtashal and everything in between. So she did it. So why did it say a second time? The Loshna Zayin is Dilo Havachai. You know, Dilo Havachai is like Nayem Yem Vayechigalept. Yeah, she lived. Why did she live? Because she took on a challenge. She fought and she won and she was successful completely. But what's the reason to say two times? Well, you Chayesod, and at the end of the pasuk again it's Shnei Chayesod. And the Rebbe goes off into a discussion, which we will learn in Mitzvah Hashem Sunday, about Simcha point one, and how Simcha comes from Bittel. A novel, and that in order to have proper bittel and simcha, you need to have what's called bilti murgash, no feel. I'm going to explain that momentarily. And that when you don't have bilti murgash, and instead you have murgash, you have a brand new sakona. And we're going to move forward to page kuf samach ches. I'm going to continue the chayi soda part of the maimed. And as I told you earlier, in Mirza Hashem, the simcha shtick, we're going to discuss the second hour on Sunday. But I need to give you a short introduction. This is a gewaldike shtickle in Chassidus. It's a moedendike Indian. There's a sugi in Chassidus. It's in many, many places. Many places. That's called murgash or bilti murgash. Murgash means to serve Hashem and be aware. Bilti murgash means to serve Hashem and not even notice that you're serving Hashem. What's the story? The Altarebbe had a son in the Talmud. Altarebbe's son was the Mittal Rebbe. The Altarebbe's Talmud was about Astrashelet. If you would look at these three men, you would think that the Baran Strashela was closer to the Alter Rebbe than the Middle Rebbe. Why? Because by the Alter Rebbe, we know that there was Chitzenius. It was his spyless Chitzenius. 
Alter Rebbe used to pound his fist on the wall when he died until he would bleed. In Teir Shalom it's written that Alter Rebbe was a Pnimi Yatsmi, his whole Metzius was Emes. And the reason for this is spoilers was not Chas Shalom because by the Alter Rebbe there was a Psaifachitanius, but because the world was not ready for him. He was the first to bring this Ian into the world. So Mitzad Velt there was such a Hispilus. Then he had a son and a Talmud. The Middle Rebbe was stone cold. Ice, Kalten Brown. When the Middle Rebbe davened, he would stand still. And you, he wouldn't, he was Bechlamat in this world. And he, sometimes he would perspire, he would pour with sweat. His goof did not budge. Total Vekas in the Ebsht. And the Middle Rebbe would see Chasidim getting too emotional. He couldn't deal with it. The Middle Rebbe wanted total Pneumius. Rabbanus Trashele was an unbelievably passionate man with fantastic magnetism. People were drawn to Rabbanus Trashele like a fish to water. Chassidim of the Middle Rebbe were afraid to see him because they knew the Pasha would be reeled in. His Kayach HaMoshech was Isaac. So there's a story, I just saw now another version of the story, but it's a Smaisim of Semes, of Isaac Hamlet, who was Mgdeli Chassidi Admor Azaki. But he was the middle of Rabbi Zachosid. He went to see Rabbi Anas Rachel Pravet, his, his uh, Rabbistve. And he watched. Rabbi Anas Rachel said a Maimir. And in the middle of the Maimir, he got into such a spilos that he stood up. And then he stood up on his chair. And then he stood up on the table. And it's like you from hand to the feet. He was stood up. He was fire, fire. And Rabbi Isaac Humler was a big maven. Watches and watches and watches. At a certain point, he sees that Rabbi Arendt Trasheller noticed that he's on the table. And instead of getting off the table, he made a split-second decision. The Maimon is almost finished. I'll finish ending in the Maimon. By the way, last night I saw a different version of the story that it wasn't the Maimon Chesidus, it was Rikudim, dancing. This I saw, this version I saw by the Simcha Gardetsky, I'm reading this, this story of the different Chesidim by the Simcha Gardetsky. At that second, Rabbi Isaac Homeless saw that the Aaron Strashala sees that he's standing on the table, there's a voice from the back of the room, Alka Fantish, get off the table. As long as you didn't know you were standing on the table, it was okay. Now that you know, get off the stop it. No shtick. Alka story. This is a Taich Murgish. When a person serves the Abishta, sometimes the person with such drakas that on the outside you don't see anything. So there's no what's called there's no idea that you're burned from your neighbor's chuppah. Because there's no fire on the outside. Morgishmid is serving the Ebishter, but there's a passion, fire. And that fire can burn your neighbor, even though you're a total vacas to the Ebishter. And the real reason why there's an avoid of Morgish is because in you there's a dakas de kechson. And the dakas de kechson in you creates that in you, your avoid can't be in a strict quiet and deep dvekos. There's a certain feeling, passion, and that passion, when it spills over to somebody else, can be the beginning of Yenik Yisachetzein. So it says in Chassidus, Adam and Chava were in Gan Eden, and they had no awareness of their guf. None. Why? Because they were in such a dvekos, Neibish, that they had no awareness of their guf. After Chet Etzadas, Adam and Chava didn't become stupid. They were still the smartest people who ever lived, but they noticed and because they know this, that's why they have to cover themselves, that's why they have to be thrown out of Ganadin. This is called the transition from Bilti Murgish to Murgish. There was a plan A and a plan B. According to plan A, other Manchav was supposed to serve the Eibishter without any Hergish of themselves. Advekas. Chavo was the one who the Nochash came to. 
And the Nachash is challenging her. Why? Because the Abishtad really wanted that you should do a Veda of Bilti Murgish without being aware of yourself. And then also do an Aveda of being Mevarer Murgish. That you should even be able to serve the Abishtad with passion. And the passion should be, the noise and the drama should be with no unique and nothing extraneous, nothing negative. Adam's Indian, like Avraham's Indian, was strict Bilti Murgish. Chavez Indian was to undertake the Nochosh and win. What's the Nochosh? The Nochosh is this, the Edelste evil. What's the Edelste evil? That you're serving the Ebishter and you notice. But she had to bring into that Murgish a bitl. So that even though she's serving the Ebish with a Murgish, they should be, you know, Yunika. And she failed. Failed means she was serving Hashem. Serving Hashem with passion. That passion is the source of all evil, including death itself. Noyach tries to correct it. And fails again. Sada tries to correct it and she succeeds. And that's the story of the Parsha. Wait, because Noyach's Avoide was Murgish. That's the answer, the kids. So we read Sif Hey, Val P. Zeh, page Kuf Samachas, and accordingly, Yulamashikosav Zeh, the Zeh says, Osses Chavali Alma, Chav comes into the world, Vigor, Vizdapkis Behachidia. She got attached to the Nachash. You know, one free radical, that's all. And the result of this was from Murgish, a voice term with passion, which when it trickles down enough layers, results in really not good. The God Mamesa the Yamul Abilish brought about death to herself and even to her husband. Explains the Rebbe. It's why is Nayak mentioned in the middle? Because we're not talking about gender only, we're talking about task. These three people had a similar task. Shakilkul de Chava. Chava was miscalcul. She, she wasn't miscalcul because she made a simple mistake. She made a very sophisticated mistake. This was her business. Adam, like Avraham, was supposed to be built in Morgish. Chava was supposed to bring Bittel into Morgish. That was her shlichus. Nayak was supposed to bring Bittel into Morgish. That was his shlichus. Sada was supposed to bring Bittel into Morgish. And when you fail, you create more of the Morgish. You create more of the Klippa, and you have to have more of a Biru. Says the Rebbe, Shekolzehu in Yenechad, it's all one story. Shakilkul the Chava, Vakilkul the Neyach, Nitkin on this side. Vahinyan Bazan, the Rebbe explains. The Hinya, Kilkul the Chava, the mistake of Chava, skip the parenthesis. Kashur, I'm eight lines, for seven lines from the bottom of Kuf Samachas. Kashurim Kol is a Ian the Chetetetas, it has to do with Chetetetas. What was Chetetetas, who Inyan Har Gosha? You should feel. You shouldn't know intellectually that there's good and evil. Knowing evil means being evil. How do we know Tevin Ra? Because we are Tevin Ra. The idea of knowing evil in your head and not feeling it, Chava failed at. She became aware of Tevin Ra in her person. After And of course, we see the departure of Ganeidin as a punishment. But there's got to be an upside. Says the Rebbe, why did the Abish to kick them out of Ganeidin? Not only to punish them, but to work the world translates the Rebbe something changed now they needed to elevate sparks but they needed to elevate sparks by being where the sparks were they were eating fruit and the Chazal tells my pain mitzvahs they were in a state of built mortgage they did their thing and the Klippas wherever they were were automatically elevated when Chava sinned she brought them down to a lower madriga. Hashem says, now you're going to have to engage. Because of this failure, you cannot serve Hashem on a madriga of Bilti Murgash. 
you must serve the Eibishter and the Madrega of Murgash. You have to descend into the lower worlds and be Isaac in the Birudim in an engaged way. By going from the bottom to the top. Not that they could sit in Ganeden and shine light and elevate sparks. By simply shining light. Shlema sits in Jerusalem. And the clippers come to him, the netutas come to him. Adam and Chava had they done built the mortgage. That's how it would have been by them. When Chava engages with the Nachash, this was her task, but fails. Instead of conquering Morgish, Morgish conquers her. Now a whole new method of avoid is introduced. You have to go where the klipa is, struggle with it and elevate it. And all of it is done with passion, which means all of it is done with inexactitude. Even the good we do has a little bit of klipa. Three lines in the bond. The sin of the original sin of eating into the das. It brought to the world feeling. When you now want to correct, you can do it in a feeling way. To elevate the sparks in their place. I want you to go back for a moment to Kuf Samach Zayin, please. I want you to go back for a moment to Kuf Samach Zayin. I want to show you something. And what I'm about to show you, I don't understand, but I still want to show it to you. Six lines from the bottom, it says something very interesting. We're now explaining that all the Mechav and Ganeidin served Hashem on such a high level of because they weren't even aware of themselves. Bilti Murgish. Chava, whose Malchus, her task was to engage with a level of Avedas Hashem where there is feel and bring a bitl into it. Because she failed, Chava and Adam are both thrown out of Ganeidin. Now you have to serve Hashem in the real world, engage with Klippa and you have to feel. So the Rebbe says, Mizem movement this teaches us I'm sorry, the idea is Kuf Samach Zayin, six lines in the bottom. Shasi Basachet. What caused Adam and Chava to eat from Itzdas in the first place? Was that even before the Chet there was some level of feel. And then the Rebbe says, and therefore, after they did the sin, so he nigam asim chavetes Hashem, when a yid serves the Eivish, and the Eivish chavetes, but Murgash has Murgash with all the mouths and chavetes of Murgash. Kum Taisazei, Hashem created Adam and Chava. They were not perfect. They were almost perfect. They lived in a world of such peace and such harmony, they had no feeling of self. But if they were truly perfect, how could they possibly sin? You have to say that even before Adam and Chava ate, there was bedaka, minadaka, some possibility for Murgish. There was the possibility of being able to feel self. Had there not been the possibility to be able to feel self, there was no way the Nachat could get Chava to sin. And Chava has to defeat that possibility and not sin, and then there will be an avoid of built mortgage. Chava fails. So before the Yitzhadas, there was a, a dakos dika hergish. As a result of Yitzhadas, there was a real avoid of hergish. How do we serve the Abish? We have to be excited. That excitement is a good thing, but that excitement can hurt our neighbor. That excitement shows on an inner conflict, because if we were fully at peace, it would be natural. So the point that I'm trying to show you here is that there's really two steps. Step one, before Adam and Chava sinned, the possibility for sin proved that there was some concept of Murgish. And the consequence of sin was a much a full-blown idea of Murgish. So the throne out of Ganeidin. The Abish says, you're not going to stay in holiness and elevate the world by from the distance. You're going to have to engage. So Chava's shlichus was to be involved with the Nochash and conquer him. The Nochash conquered her. There became an ear for Murgish, and that's why we have to go out into the world and be mavadid it. We're going back now to page Kuf Samach Ches.
Last line on the page. Neach wants to correct it. Through why? Here's what you have to understand. There's a Jew on a very high level. When you learn this, it's so interesting. That ever talks about how people served the Abishta before Chatech Adas. Well, he describes it. It's normal and natural for every person, as if he's talking to us, to serve Hashem Bildimonim. Oh, but after Chatech Adas, it's not so normal anymore. I mean, what happened before Chatech Adas is not normal. It lasted a couple of hours. But the Rebbe describes it, Kila, it was a regular path, you know. There's a path of serving Hashem, which is such a state of bitter, you don't feel yourself. There's a path of serving Hashem where there is a feeling of self. And when you feel yourself and serving the Ebishter, from that feeling can be unique Yisachetzein. When you're very passionately in love with the Ebishter, you can fall into Taibis. When you're very passionately zealous about the Ebishter, you can fall into cruelty. As they state in the Maimonim, there's a Maimon which actually goes through, takes you through the steps, how you go from from Pachad to Achzari. So you go from the feet of Yitzchak to the head of Esav. But there's a third avoid, that you serve passionately, but you infuse that passion with a Kabbalah seil. You infuse that passion with a fear, what he calls in the Maimed, Vegilo, Yubesimcha, Beroda, and the fear is filled with a bitl. So you're serving Hashem passionately because you're a passionate person. But you bring into that passion a bitl that doesn't allow that because of your passion it should have an ill effect. It should be an lower. But you see, there's two places of bitl. Listen to me. There's two places of bitl in Ishtalshalos. The bitl of Chochmah and the bitl of Malchus. This is the difference between Noyach and Soda. Noyach is taking Yayin. What's Yayin? Bina, understanding. But Noyach knows the deepest level of understanding is bitl. Understanding is Metzias, understanding is Murgash, understanding is me. And Noyach is hoping to drink wine and bring into the wine bitl. And he fails. Sada also wants to bring into Murgish Bittel, but not through the Bittel of Chochmah, through the Bittel Takav Kabbalah Seir, of Yira and Malos. And she succeeds. Let's go inside. Wine is the idea of understanding. There's two levels of understanding things. Hasag is understanding things directly, and Hasag is understanding things indirectly. What's the difference? He understands anything directly means. You understand the matter itself. You understand it very, very well. And the Rebbe says four lines in the top. You don't have to change to understand the idea. And the idea doesn't have to under change for you to understand it. You remain your Matthias. Seich remains its Matthias. And you understand it. Five lines in the top of the Things which you can't understand directly. You say, what is God? The answer to the question, what is God, is a series of nuts. He's not physical. He's not with time. He's not with space. He's not with moods. Because what he is, we don't know. We only know what he isn't. What you want to know, you cannot know. You know simply it's beyond your comprehension. Moreover, not only is it beyond your comprehension, you don't even have a hush of to what degree it's beyond your comprehension. You don't even know how much it's beyond your comprehension. When you understand something, you don't really understand it. You just have a sense of how it's beyond your understanding. End of the line. This is the deepest level of Bina. And the Rebbe says the deepest level of Bina is the which is Bittal Asogis. You see, Nayach, if Nayach was like other Medishin, he would have been involved in Chochmah directly. What's Chochmah? Chochmah is Shemen, wine. But Nayach is like Chava. 
His inyan is murgish. Murgish means to feel. So he's involved with bina, understanding. Like Chava's involvement with the Nochash. But he wants to bring into wine, he wants to bring into understanding what's called Pnimi's bina. In other words, it should be, you should understand it and understand it well. Or to say it in other words, you should feel it and feel it in your heart. Bring a bit of that feeling that it shouldn't have in That's what he's trying to do. Five lines from the end of the paragraph. He wanted to correct it. Because that sin was the sin of being aware of self. Through wine. He wanted to bring bitol of into a. You should understand something thoroughly and no yeshus. There's a letter from the Rebbe to the Friedrich Rebbe. The Friedrich Rebbe asked the Rebbe to tell him a Venus on the Rosh Hashiva Rabbi Yudel who was a Tomim. So the Rebbe spent some time talking to Rabbi Yudel and learning. And then he wrote to Friedrich Rebbe a note, which is printed in this new volume of Igris. He says, I didn't have enough time to get to the end of his limut. I don't know, Mamish, how much he knows. But the idea that he's talking to a big London and he has no hergeshatsme. He has no awareness of self. So the Rebbe writes, this is incredible. <laughs> the Rebbe is mispal. This is Taim Chetmimim, a London, a Balnigle. He says, how much he knows in Lundus, I haven't reached the end of it. I didn't talk to him long enough. But what I know is you're talking to a man who's a gvaldic of God, and there's no feeling of self. There's just tighter. <laughs> that's, that's the Chabad ideal, you know. Noyach wants, you should understand and have no heritage in self. Oh, but it didn't work out. Om no maksiv bey, what happens instead? He drinks and he becomes crazy. What's the next word by Yizgal? Instead of it bringing a bitl, there was more revealing. So Noyach is trying to be mavatl, Murgish, not he shouldn't feel. Into the field there should be bitl, but Noyach is using the intellectual bitl. This is his technique. Using the bitl of Chochmah. Fails. Next paragraph. On the Moses, Sodal Yama comes Sodal Machis Vesalkis. She descends and ascends. And the Rebbe explains she was a Shneela from Tedag and Sariches. But here's the point, third line in Sada is trying to correct the same thing Noyach trying to correct, but he's using a different method. Noyach was thinking that since the end of understanding is bittle, I'll bring bittle into understanding and didn't work. Sada is not using that method. She's using plain old Yire Tata, Bittel, Kabbalah sale. She descends into the lower worlds and then she comes back. Seven lines into the paragraph, please. What's special about Sada is just Sada also Misham that she went out. That Avraham goes into Egypt and comes out. Big deal. He's Aver Ma, he's Bittel the Chochma, he's built in Morgish. Of course, Avraham is going to come out of Mitzrayim. Mitzrayim never touches him. On the other hand, Sada. She has a shaykhist klipa. Not just a klipa for a negative reason. Because her Indian is to correct it. And in the case of Sada, there was a great thing that she came out of it. The explanation is, eight lines from the end. Even though, Malchus is the lower fear. It's only giving up your ego. In other words, when a person... Is at a lower level of bitl. He just does what you say, but he doesn't feel as you feel. She says, it doesn't matter. Six lines from the bottom, how does a bitl yesh say? Bitl yesh means, I don't understand, I don't feel, but I am putting myself aside. The Rebbe brings those classic words, bechinas hanochas atzmusa. You're putting aside you as you are to do what somebody else wants. 
Okay. For like my bitle yeshu de it's different than Noyah. Noyah wants to use the brain to get the bitle. That's a much more dangerous road. Using the mind to get the bitle, if you succeed, it's meidendik. But if you fail, you end up shikir. Thought is not using the mind to get the bitle. She's using bitle, avek lake, to get to bitle. It's a lower, lower madrege, but it's a much safer method. And she takes succeeds. Four lines from the bottom. Vahainu Sarah comes with Avraham. So Nimshach Vayiret Atoshba, her simple bittel, has her orders, Yirelosh has the koiches that Avraham Avinu give her. She corrected Chetzad. Listen to the next words. Hamshachas Abitl, to bring bittel, Gamba Aveda Shabachidas Murgish. You're serving Hashem with passion, with understanding, with awareness, and yet there's a bittel, which is the Avoda how we're supposed to do, Lachadichet. Nayach fails, Chava fails, Sada doesn't fail. You know why? Why? Why was Sada more successful than the others? They all had one task. Adam, and I don't know who was the opposite of Nayach, and Sada, they were built in Burgish, above it all. The Amishta wanted two things. You should eat from Eitzachayim, right? That's built in Burgish, as it says in Eitzachayim. And also you should eat from Eitzachayim, which is Burgish, and correct it. This was Chavez's task, she fails. It was Neach's task, he fails. It was Sada's task, she succeeds. You know why? Because she came with her husband. Sada, I'm sorry, Chava was Adam's wife. She was doing her own thing. Sada was who the Ishte. Sada knew that even though her husband has no shaykhas to this for her to bring Bittl into Metzius, it's her task. What is the Lashon in the Maimir? She's coming along with Avraham. Therefore, she brought the bittel of Avraham, which was above Klippa, into her bittel. Second line from the bottom, That's why she was able to correct it. Go to the next page. And this is what's special about Sarah. That Sarah, in effect, showed how you could be an imperfect Jew and serve Hashem in a perfect way. How can an imperfect Jew serve Hashem in a perfect way? When you bring Kabbalah Selah to what you do, even if what you do is not such a lofty thing, it makes that the little bit that we do has an emes and doesn't have a unique. Sada represents this bittel, and the Tater teaches us what's unique about Sada was that she was linked to Avraham Avinu. And that's why it says twice, Shnei Chaye Sada. Why does it say twice, Shnei Chaye Sada? Okay, six lines into the page. She corrects Chetetadas. Which means, again, the same words. She brings Not that you should stop feeling, no. You should feel, but that the feel should not be negative, it should be with a bittle. And the Rebbe explains that even in the lowest worlds, there should be bittle. I'm second line from the end of the paragraph. For example, a slave. The whole business of a slave is Kabbalah sale. But he gets joy. Last line, he has joy. He knows that the Ebishta gets a gishmak from his avoida. So there's something called you get a delight from the delight of your master. You work for a boss. You're happy when he's happy. Sarah's Murgish was with a bittle. She was bottled to the Ebishta. And her Murgish was that since she's bottled to the Ebishta, the Ebishta wants her to feel, so she feels. And that's why it says a second time, Shnei Chaye Sarah. Because the second Shnei Chaye Sarah means in the lower worlds. The first Vayu Chaye Sarah, Meya Shanev Esem Shanev Sheva Shanev is in Atzilus. 
the second Bechayasana is that even the lower worlds, she brought in a, 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 the Eivishten. She brought Bittel into Murgash. And then the Rebbe says, this is written in the Torah, so the Shaykh is each one of us. And now that the Shaykh is each one of us, and the Shaykh is even to Yidin in the times of Golos. And the Rebbe compares Golos to Adam being Chavet to Amar of Ganeden. Five lines into the Maimon. You can expect this to come up. Bikomo came. Ayedeya is Kashus Bavroham. He was talking to us. Our connection to Avraham. And Avraham means the Rebbe did not see. When she cuts off the Pothlik, says, Habitu, examine. Tzor, Kutsaftem, Vamakapas, Bleru, Katem, your sources. Habitu, Avraham, Avichem, see your father Avraham, Vasar, Techelelchem. He negambes managos now. After the Hamshech, you could bring down Bittl the Kabbalah sale into our limited and passionate service of the Ebishtah. You could serve Hashem with joy, which is one of the most important Avaydas that can possibly be. And three lines from the bottom, and at the same time, there's no negative, because there's Gilu Berodo. And the Rebbe says, this world becomes a home for the Ebishtah. When you serve Hashem without feeling, you're not in this world. The feeling is this world. When you bring a bittle into the feeling, that's a dire betachtenim. Hamshachas atzim sevi baruchu.